Okay, hey, still in beta. This is the podcast about. This is a podcast about video games, sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh. So yeah, since you were just playing it, let's. T- and also, I want to talk about it. I think we should talk about No Man's Sky. Okay. Um. I kind of want to lead off for that because it's one of the bigger, uh, like bigger deals going on right now, both in like the, um, all of the hype that kind of got built up around it. And then now like, uh, just the, just the mess that the internet is making it. Okay. I don't know how much you've read, but there's like on Reddit, there's like a thread that is essentially like kind of a um, almost to the degree of like political fact checking for like all of the stuff Sean Murray said about the game during the over the course of its like five year development. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty messed up. They're really like, I, I really feel for the guy. Because here he was. So here's my perspective, right? Here he was making a game with a small team that they is that's essentially a passion project for these guys, and they had a lot of aspirations, and uh, they're a small developer, and then they came into like that. Sony took note of notice of them apparently. Um. And I don't know exactly how that went down, but then they became like a Sony poster child for the PS4, right? Like they were, they've been at multiple E3s and Sony experience trade show things showing off this game. It's a PS4 console exclusive, uh, not a PS4 total exclusive because you can still get it on the PC. But it's not released for the Xbox, and uh, nobody's releasing anything for the Wii U anymore. So, um, the what? The, yeah, exactly the what. Uh, but so yeah, like you go on Amazon, you can only buy the PS4 edition. You can't buy it on PC. You go to GameStop, any retail store only sells the PS4 version. Uh, good old games and Steam are the only places you can buy the PC version that I've seen, um, and. So there's so there there's got to be just a bunch of like weird co-marketing money and like exclusivity deal stuff like money tied up into this game that Sony's put into it to kind of build it up as this as this like like front runner title exclusive that they have uh and yet uh at, well, while that's going on Sean Murray if you Every interview or presentation I gave, I saw from that guy was like he's he's excited about this game, and like one of my the quotes that I keep going back to him for uh, about this game is, I just hope people like it, <laughs> uh-huh. and uh, and it's because he feels really genuine and humble about like the game that he's making, but he also kind of like one of the things is like over the course of this development he's said like various things about what you can do in the game, like, or should thrown off like things in like demos and stuff that apparently didn't actually make the cut for the final release. Um, and so now the internet's kind of raking him over the coals for all of this stuff that he said and all of the, like the footage of like 
oh, there's a giant snake monster on a planet or, you know, uh, like space combat or he talks about like um, like factions and interfaction trading and battles and things that are supposed to be able to, to happen. And apparently the people who've been playing it for a long time are like, none of that stuff's in the game. You're a liar. Oh, um, well, I mean, so I don't understand that. Like, I guess I saw one video for it, like, I think pretty early on when they were just showing off the procedural planet generation mm-hmm. and it 100% lived up to that video. I am uh, the, the, I guess the stuff that I saw about it and maybe it's because I was like, I'm not buying the PS4 probably for like three years. So I don't give a crap. I'm not going to look at all of that PS4 video stuff or get excited about it. Cause I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, so maybe, maybe it's because I missed some of that garbage and I just saw like one of his very early things. Yeah. Um, but I've been playing the game for a while. I got it the day it came out on PC and I've enjoyed what I've done played so far. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like looking at the videos and the gameplay of what's like people have been able to do in the game, I'm like, yeah, that lives up to my expectations as well. Yeah. I mean, I I always thought the expectation was that just, it's this infinitely huge universe that you can explore. I mean, all the planets I've been to so far have all been totally different from one another. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything the same yet. Uh, like, the buildings and stuff on them are all kind of the same, but it's like, meh, I don't care about that so much. Like, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I think it's interesting because the the stuff people are getting upset about is stuff like saying, you know, where's my multiplayer? Why isn't there multiplayer? And he never really said there was going to be multiplayer, and I never expected it. I don't uh, want it. Ex- yeah, <laughs> I don't really want it either. I don't want some douchebag like coming onto the planet that I'm just trying to explore and take Pokemon snap pictures of all the animals, and then they come over with some gun and just like kill me and teabag me and then fly off. Like I don't deal with other. I don't deal with other douchebags. That's why yeah. I buy single player games. Yeah, but like, yeah, I find I found it. Like, it just confused me because, like, uh, even uh, one of my friends was like, oh, this isn't like this isn't the freelancer replacement that I was expecting it to be. And I'm like, you could just look on the Steam page and it says right there, single player. Like, it said it right there. And there was apparently some like Colbert interview where he's where Colbert asked him, like, so what if I see another player? And he didn't really know, like, Sean Murray didn't know how to answer that correctly or answered it in a vague way of, like, well, I guess you'd have to, you know, whatever. And it's, But it's, like, a leading question, assuming that there's multiplayer in the first place. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, but he, but, like, what's he... <laughs> Where were you when you murdered your wife? Yeah, but, like, I mean, I, mean, I guess the answer is that, like, is to just say, well, you won't. But if you say, well, you won't, and then they add multiplayer later, then they're like, oh, he said you would never have multiplayer, but now you have multiplayer. But now it's the opposite of like, oh, you said there was going to you you could see another player, but now you can't. And and so like it, he was just kind of in a no win situation. So anyway, I. I feel terrible for the guy. <laughs> because I feel like the guy had like every good intention. And for all I know, a lot of those like any of those features that he said were going to be in the game were in the game at that stage of development. and. For one reason reason or another, they either got cut or were not developed. And now we have the game that we have. And 
But like, I I guess I get that because I've also been on games where that kind of stuff has happened, where it's like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you could do X or wouldn't this be a nice feature? And then by the time that you get to like having that release, it's like, we didn't put any time into making that feature. Like that's just not going to make it into the final release. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of like, I'm just kind of like, fuck the hype and fuck the people that get so like, get their panties in a wad because the game that's in front of them isn't the hype that they were expecting or whatever. Like, I know a lot of people that hated Fable because there was all this promise of like what it was going to be and it wasn't. And again, I played that knowing nothing about the hype because it was all Xbox stuff. And I was also like, I don't give a crap about Xbox. Yeah. And so I just, again, played that on PC and I thought it was a fun RPG and I liked playing it. And I was like, I don't know. It was a good game for what I played. And I think, I guess it's like, it's like the dickhead that's like, the movie isn't as good as the book. I'm like, shut the hell up. Just take this in the context that you're given it. And did you enjoy it? And if you did, just shut the hell up. Because I don't give a crap about promises that were made about something. If the content, if it's a good game, then I find Now, if it's like, oh, this is going to be a game where you're like, you know, shooting zombie aliens. And then I'm like farming crops and there's no zombies then i'll be like okay that's kind of some bullshit but yeah if it i don't know if it's like this is a game where you're exploring space and that's pretty much 99 percent of what it was supposed to be about and it mm-hmm. super lives up to that like i don't know what your problem is yeah like i'm i'm in in the same and I mean, i'm in agreement like uh i i think um a lot of uh, I think these people want to it seems almost like a developer witch hunt to like like every time something's shown at E3 they archive that footage and then as soon as the game is released they compare that footage to the thing that was released and they're like this is how it's different and everyone every game developer's a liar. <laughs> All right. I mean well. I, maybe it goes I mean maybe it cuts deeper for me uh, because I work at like a very reviled company <laughs> and <laughs> who, whose owner like uh, cashes a lot of checks that then we have to cash or like writes a lot of checks that we have to cash. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, we as a company like take the brunt of of the hatred for like the promises that were made and not fulfilled and that kind of stuff. And um and and it's like yeah that that sucks <laughs> it sucks to be in that position when you have to make tough calls based on like the time and the money that you have to work with and like developing a game is not a um it's not a house right it's not like <laughs> it's not like you have this blueprint and then you uh you know you you have some structural engineers say that this is like, you know, sound and then you, and then you have contractors like fill that thing out to completion. It's like, unlike a house, you have to like know that something's fun and test that stuff out and and iterate on that. And that eats up time to develop other features or just any other, like so many other complications that can come into play with game development and and it being a creative uh, uh, work 
that also has to be entertaining rather than just like a a static product like built like creating like a a predefined like widget or something where you can absolutely like just take it from point A to point B in a set amount of time, you know? I don't know if any of that made sense. Kind of. It was a little rambly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I I guess I just wish people had more um like grace for game developers or had more of an understanding of like that it's not um it's it's not just a static thing, like it's an evolving yes. yeah, process. Well, game design and game development is very fluid because you could start with an idea. It's a card game plus first person shooter and try to combine that. And then you start running through that and then you realize, wow, that was a stupid idea. And then you have to decide, well, is it going to be more card game or is it going to be more shooter? And we all go with card game because card games are awesome and shooters are dumb. And so you go make it more you go make it more card game, and then everyone who goes into the shooter is like, hey dickheads, what happened to the shooter? You're like, shut up, that wasn't fun. That's not really how it happens. Now it's like, oh, a thousand apologies. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. That's that's my sum up of of how it works. Also, nobody make a card game plus a shooter. That's a terrible idea. Um I guess unless it was like a gun that shot cards, maybe that's okay. They've kind of done collectible card add-on stuff for shooters. I don't know how to explain it because I don't play those games, but (laughs) you basically go into a game with a deck Mm -hmm. and you build your deck and you can burn those cards in the midst of of combat to get power-ups and stuff. Yeah. That's no, that's a real. Don't shake your head. That's a real thing. Oh, shake my head. No, dumb, a lot of dumb, games dumb. have done that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's good to hear that. Like a lot of people at work where I work also enjoy the game and like like it for what it is. Like they they kind of see some of the shortcomings of just the the lack of um, some of the sort of building blocks of content for like creatures and things but um but they've enjoyed it nonetheless you know uh so i i think from here uh it's it's kind of a question of like um what what is the dev team going to continue to add to this game like are they going to keep like fleshing out some of the systems and stuff that they wanted to do mm-hmm. um also, I I found a place that is doing it's already doing mods for the game, which is interesting. Um, so some kind of a home base mod would be kind of cool, like where you have like a like a settlement structure that you could modify or. Yeah, that's that's a, a thing people were, people have been wanting is some kind of base building aspect to the game. Yeah, but, I would I would rather have some kind of space station uh, that I could kind of like put in orbit over planets as I explore them and then go back to it and then move that space station. So just another ship you want, you want like the carrier ship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so they've got those freighters or whatever that are in there at the game. So, you know, if you could like get one of those and Mm -hmm. get a, 
alien crew or something and store species on there. Like that would be really fun. <laughs> yes. And, and, and species breeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then it could get all really weird and spore like, and you just start having these like weird monsters mm-hmm. like, like this, this thing and this thing can breed together. And so now you've got like a, a horse to bliss or something like that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of. I mean, if they kept adding stuff to it, there's definitely a lot of potential to to get more cool things out of it. So yeah, and apparently they were saying like after one of the first patches, they tweaked a few values in their algorithm that generates the like all of the the universe, and it like completely changed the universe <laughs> to where your save game was like not gonna work anymore. Like it moved the location of all the planets and how the planets were formed and everything. Ah, uh, so that could explain. Like, I I heard some some folks like that their save games got corrupted and had to reset. So that might have been what what that was about. Uh, yeah. Although when the PC version came out, like that that was kind of a like a known like a known thing, I think. But I don't know. Yeah. So is that is that what you've been playing the most? Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, so I got it, like, I guess it came out, it came out, like, Friday or whatever, so mm-hmm. I started playing it after work Friday, and then it was like, I'm gonna sit down and play this for a while, then maybe I'll get back to doing some more Fallout 4 quests and stuff, and then it was like, nope, weekend gone. Spent entire time playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, it's crazy, because it's like, the planets are so huge, and it's, you kind of get, you kind of get into this, like, cycle of, like, you know, you you find a landmark kind of thing on a planet, and then you kind of do a scan around. It's like, oh, there's something like two minutes in that direction. It's like, okay, well now I'll just hop over there, and it's like, oh, okay, I got that, cool. Now go back to the ship. Oh wait, there's something two minutes in that direction, and it just like it's like three hours later. It's like, okay, I found like seventy seventy things on this planet, and there's still like a bazillion more. Like, eventually you just have to give up and go to another planet. Yeah. But I've learned like I've learned like 156 alien words or something, because <laughs> it's, it's it's like totally infuriating to me that you, when you get to like some of the some of the encounters and they'll say like Quiznack Glorp Scorbigork Gork and it's like no I want to know every fucking word that you just said because I want no mystery when I'm choosing option A or option B because I want to get the thing yeah. <laughs> So well, that's kind of a cool feature. I didn't even really I kind of knew about that, but I didn't know you had like a you could find like little, I guess, Rosetta Stone sort of things. Yeah, yeah. So there's like there's there's big monoliths that are like alien, like big alien monoliths. And when you go to those, there's usually like one or two like little stones that that teach your language and then something you can interact with there. And it's either it'll just teach you more language or it'll have like some kind of a quiz, and if the more of the language you know, the easier it is to know what the right choice is. Uh-huh. And uh, so, if you choose the right thing, then your your the I guess your reputation with that alien race will go up, so they'll like you more or something. Oh, interesting. Um, and if you make the wrong choice, they'll dislike you more. And you don't get a reward, but but usually you get some kind of reward. Like it might be 
like learning some tech or it might be learning more words or it might be, um, I don't know, it's all kinds of stuff. It may just be stuff that they give you, but there's lots of, there's lots of little cool stuff too. If you just like take a little bit of time, like there's, there's all the different animals that you can scan and, and see, but if you have, if you have a certain type of material, like one of them was like, it needed iron. And so like, if you walk up to the creature and, and it's like a passive one that doesn't run away, like you can walk up to it and you can like feed it some iron and then it like runs away from, like runs off and goes and like finds like a little cache of gold for you to harvest that, that it found for you. Just like, like I was like, oh, hey, little guy. So I fed him. And then he ran off and he like dug in the ground. And then there's like, oh, there's a pile of gold there. Oh, nice. So it's kind of cool. A little prospector alien. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's sort of interesting that you can do stuff like that. Yeah, that is cool. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have to get that game at some point. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing kind of the opposite. Uh, I've been playing Doom. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a game about exploring a planet. The planet's Mars. Uh, and you also, like, go to hell a couple times. Is hell on Mars? Or how no, does that hell's work? an alternate dimension that there's a portal on Mars that science made. Oh, right, science. Yeah. Scientists... This The story is one of my favorite things about this game. I know it's a weird thing to say about Doom, but I... <laughs> I really enjoy the like um like B movie level story that they've created for this thing. Uh and they just leaned into it and played it like just played it straight face the whole way through. It's this really stupid plot about scientists uh and how they're trying to capture and control hell energy. <laughs> Cuz it's really hot. No, that's not even there's oh, there's okay. no it's just it's just movie science. Uh it's just some kind of hell power. Yeah, hell power and they ca- yeah. they get they get it in tubes and uh, and that's like what this facility has been researching is how to like utilize hell energy. Awesome. Oh man, battery's going down fast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we don't don't have a whole lot of time on this apparently. Well, you better explain this hell energy quick. Well, I, there's never really much to explain. It's it's hell energy. It's, the energy of hell they capture it and funnel it through some kind of maybe it's a portal or something i don't know but they opened it and then a hell wave uh which is apparently what they're calling a bunch of demons okay yeah just a bunch of demons <laughs> it's like, a hell wave uh-huh and it gets released and uh starts killing everybody uh except for like two scientists like the main scientist and then the second scientist who's also the evil one i guess but yeah, it's weird. I, so I feel like if you're going into another dimension to steal all of its energy, you're all evil. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I mean, you're just evil conquerors. Yeah. So. Yes. I think, so you're playing the bad guy, so. No, you, they found you. They found you in a uh, in a tomb in hell. Oh, so you're one of the demons? You're, you might be human. I don't know. They also started establishing this like um, uh, army of darkness level lore for your character as if like kind of like how Ash is like the chosen one sort of thing. Like you're this like chosen uh, doom slayer 
uh, sort of character that they uh, that has been like stored in this ancient tomb, and uh, yeah, so in hell, <laughs> uh huh, like they yeah these these scientists so so is it like is it a sequel? Is it a sequel to past Doom games, like from the original Doom and Doom Two, and like that Doom Marine is has had been stored and encased in this? I mean, it's kind of a metaphor, right? Like <laughs> for the actual game itself, like it took them a while to actually find Doom again, uh, and then is your name like Johnny Doom? You don't have a name, okay? Uh, nobody refers to you by name. Uh, I'm gonna call him Johnny Doom. Yeah, so you play Johnny Doom in Doom, the Doom game. Uh, Return of Doom. Uh, so, yeah, and you just go around shooting stuff. Uh, that's a lot of the game is is just shooting things or punching things. That's a new thing that they added. Is uh, like you shoot things and till they glow, and then you can punch them. And you don't just punch them. You like do a thing they call a glory kill, which is essentially you go up to the demon. And then the guy, he will rip something off and shove it somewhere else on the same demon. Uh, that's a pretty typical like flow of like how that thing goes. <laughs> so, so glory kill in the way that it's similar to like glory hole. Mm, uh, not so much. It, it, there are there are, there are far fewer genitals involved. Well, it's um, sticking something into something. So it's definitely sticking something in something, but it's the same. It's the same person's something. Oh, okay. yeah. So that's the that's the big difference. You can't there. you can't get like a, a double glory kill. Uh, no, I haven't. That's not a that you got to save something for the sequel, right? <laughs> yes. Um. So so that's what that's what that is, and you can so there's all kinds of weird like upgrade stuff that they've added, like you can upgrade your weapons and you can upgrade your suit, and then you get these hell rune things, and they add special abilities, like you can do glory kills from further away. You can do glory kills faster. Glory kills also. Inst- oh, that's another thing is glory kills is one of the ways that you regenerate health because they, they'll like pop health balls out and you get those. And then you can get a rune that makes them drop armor shards as well. Uh, so it's like it's like doing like. So you're supposed that's the way that you're supposed to kill everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that's like. The if you're if you're doing poorly it's better to be more aggressive like they encourage being more aggressive and not like hanging back and shooting stuff are you also like invincible while you're doing a glory kill kind of like like a god of war style yeah kind of like <clears throat> I, I think you don't take damage and then you get health back while you're in the middle of that um but it does allow like you doing that like enemies will still like rush up on you so you could be in the middle of doing that and then there's an enemy standing right there and as you finish the glory kill they just smack you real hard like that's <laughs> a thing that can happen so that's why like getting the faster glory kill stuff is like useful. important um but also there's like power ups in the world like like it's like quad damage and uh haste and like a berserk thing well it's all hell energy yeah. Technology, right? Well, these are just like orbs floating in space, <laughs> and there's no explanation for them. They're just stuff. <laughs> it's just it's there. Just, it's, just... it's just this is a video game, right? <laughs> you remember this is a game. So it's pretty great. Especially like I'm kind of late in the game, and so I got like the rune that lets you do glory kills from further away and really fast. And so like I've got those two things equipped, and you can have up to three equipped. 
and that pairs up with the berserk power up. And so I'm just like darting across the room, like one punch exploding enemies. And I like lose track of where I actually am in the room because I'm just like kind of turning and like jamming on the attack button. And he's just like zipping. And all I see is like meat confetti in front of me. And it's (laughs) yeah. And like, before I know it, I've like killed everybody in the, in the, in the room. But, and then you're just standing there, covered in guts, just going, ha, 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 just slowly pulsating. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely envision this guy as having a very, like, Brock Sampson-y, like, look about him <laughs> as he's doing this. But I can't, like, all, oh, another thing is, like, the music's really great. It's, like, this is very, like, chug-a-chug sort of metal stuff that ha- that plays. And it's uh, it's exactly what you would think, like... I was talking to my roommate and he was like, you think this guy just has this music playing in his helmet? And I was like, no, this is all in his head. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It's a, it's a really, it's, uh, it's a, I think other people have said it, but it's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is how you do a Doom game today. It's, it's a totally unapologetic yeah. game. It's like very, very relatable to the old Doom games. Um, a lot of like like the speed you move and like there's no reload. You don't have to reload. You just use all of the ammo in your gun and then you switch to a different gun. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's great. It's like kind of pretty much exactly what you want out of a modern day doom game. And it like looks really good, but it also like runs really well. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting it to be, to run like garbage because it's like id tech. And the last couple of games that they, that they released were just hot messes. <laughs> Are you talking like about rage? Yeah. Like rage. And like whenever doom three launched, mm-hmm. like that thing just was, oof. Such a performance hog. But, uh, yeah, I find it kind of interesting that, like, John Carmack was not on board for this, and he was kind of the head honcho for graphics, you know, programming. And yet, like, they hired a guy who was, uh, they hired a guy who was part of Crytek and, like, part of their engine development. And I think, I feel like that's kind of the difference maker, even though cry engine games are also not known for being good performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. If you think about it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little game. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, one more thing. Okay. I got to bring it up. Crystal Pepsi is back. Did you get crystal Pepsi? I don't even know if it's still out. Uh, I have, they actually sold it yet. Yes. They sold it. Yes. I saw a picture of somebody who bought Crystal Pepsi oh, in man. a store somewhere who where lives in I, this city. Where do I get it? Or I don't where know. did I get it? Where could I have gotten it from? Because like, You yeah. got to Google it. You might still be able to buy it. Yeah. Hopefully somebody's not price gouging that thing on eBay. Or oh, whatever. yeah. I'm sure it's like $10 a bottle on eBay. $10? That's pretty, that's pretty reasonable. Well, for the 20-ounce. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Boy. You better look it up. 
Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Taste the memories, and then you'd be like, oh, this is like everything else from my childhood. Not as great as I remember. <laughs> no, some stuff's as good as I remember. Example. The Tick. All right, yeah, that was pretty good. Freakazoid. Yes, but those were, I think both of those, we were old enough to, like, know better about things. I, I don't know. I was, like, when The Tick came out, I was still a preteen. Okay, fine. I was old enough to know better. Okay. That's fair. Um, what else was good? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I think is still holds up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> unlike, say, the original Ninja Turtles cartoon is pretty rough. It's pretty rough if you go back mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same thing with Thundercats. I mean, I still will watch Thundercats, but it's a little bit like... There's like definitely like that after school special moment at the end of every episode. You're like, oh, shut up, Snarf. (laughs) Lion, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like Snarf. I don't know if I'd like him now. (laughs) That's one thing I didn't. uh, Yeah, that's one thing I didn't like about the Thundercats reboot that they did was Snarf was a mute. Like a pet. <laughs> he was just like a little monster. Yeah. yeah. Like he kind of looked like Snarf, but had no voice. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Doesn't even say Snarf. Stupid. You want to talk about Sonic Mania? Sonic Mania? What is that? Did you not look at the YouTube thing? No, I think I must have missed that one. It's right there on the list. Um. Yeah, so Sonic Mania is um Sonic team I think caving to the reality that is um uh, their Sonic games and realizing that every Sonic game they've made so far uh since Sonic Adventure has been total garbage. Uh, so now they're making a, they're just, they're just making a 2D Sonic game. <laughs> yeah, because 3D Sonic kind of sucks. Uh-huh. Like. And it's not like Sonic, like Sonic Generations kind of did a, a 2D Sonic, but you also had the stupid 3D Sonic levels. And I think they're also making another Sonic Generations or something. But this is strictly like 2D straight up. Um, and also like all of the 2D sprites in animation are done at like 60 FPS. Um, <laughs> so that you can actually watch it at supersonic speed. Yeah. So, so yeah, there it is. That this is, this is gameplay here. All right. Uh, they've got new maps. They've got some like, yeah, remixed old maps. Uh, Well, it also took a while for, which, you know, it's kind of idiotic, but it's like, we had to wait long enough for, like, pixel art, like, 2D games to be in again. Yeah. You know? And now that it's, now that it's in, and this can be, like, retro, and everyone's like, oh, cool. Uh, Yeah, they also added, like, new power-ups and new, like, moves and stuff that you can do. So yeah, comes out next year. 
<laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But I think the most important thing is that it's by uh, a studio that's not Sonic Team. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, well, it's interesting, like, like I think... I f- I feel like you could have done a 2D side-scrolling version of the game that was still, like, 3D art. Like, I don't think you necessarily had to go back, like, that far to, like, the retro graphics. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you could have done something like New Super Mario Brothers or whatever. Yeah, like, that That was that was fine, too. I think that was kind of what people wanted out of Super Mario Brothers. Well, they did that, though, didn't they, in uh, Sonic 4? Wasn't Sonic 4 that? I don't know. They made so many damn Sonics that I can't even tell anymore. But I, I think the thing that you'll that you've got with that is uh, it's just kind of it's just it's a different feel for a three D like a three D asset side scroller versus a two D asset side scroller. Like the way things kind of move feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Um, I know there's definitely certain. Certain things were like there's I don't know something about like just there's still not really like good motion blur and that kind of stuff with with 3D games where which is why I I feel like I just still cannot stand like 3D fighting games mm. like because they still just no matter what they do always still feel like slow and chunky to me like even like Street Fighter four or five Ugh, Street Fighter four was like the worst. I really did not like that one. That one that one was not meant to be like played like fast and just spamming moves and stuff, which was like what I loved about like the some of the old Street Fighter games where it was just like you just like run up on somebody and just like Hadouken the crap and uppercut him and shit and just go nuts and it was like, no, we put all this like stupid counter measure like counter attack bullshit in and now it's no fun to play. <laughs> just, I hated it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't really like. I think I like them for or didn't like them for similar reasons. But I also kind of just got bored with fighting games in general. Um, I don't know, but I definitely know what you mean. That like the it's something about the like three D animation has to have like all of the blend frames in between like the keyframes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, even and- though it's technically at the same like. FPS or whatever, it's it just feels wrong. Like it just feels wrong when Chen Li's kicking her, doing her leg kick, and it doesn't like because in two D her leg just becomes like literally if you pause it, like there's just a frame it's where her, where she's got like five legs, yeah, and you just can't do that with with the three D stuff unless you throw an effect on or just like she's got five legs hidden under her skirt to pop out or something. She's doing that, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just harder to do a lot of the kind of fake um I guess I don't know, the the tricks of the kind of 2D animation trade of like smearing uh movement and doing kind of like the stretch squash stuff or or that kind of thing where you've got like like five legs representing the the fast movement of the one leg. Yes. Yeah. Or the E-Honda thing where it's like floating hands just kind of like out there. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I I totally understand that. And so I think for the same reasons, you've got this kind of like 
the same kind of deal with Sonic, which is another like fast moving thing where, you know, his legs go from like being 3D things. Right. That and are then they're moving. just circles. They're just circles under yeah. him, like Wiley Coyote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm hoping that's good. It looks like it could be. But yeah, there's there's definitely like a like retro gaming sort of appeal kind of thing going on a little bit. Cause I, I know like one of the other things we were going to talk about was the, was the mini Nintendo with mini Nintendo games or with mini Nintendo. Mini Nintendo games. with many. There was like a mini Nintendo with that. And I guess be, because technology has advanced so much that it's got like 60, 30 or 60, 30, 30 games on it. Yeah. yeah. Which Back in the day, it was like ridiculous, but now it's like they probably could have put a hundred games on there if they'd wanted to. Probably, yeah. But uh, I think the thing that is probably costing the most on that unit is the the memory to, to hold all of that stuff, <laughs> like the save game files for some of them, or or just. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, which that that seems kind of cool, like. I when I when I looked up that that game that that console, I was just impressed that of the thirty games they got most of the really big titles like from from the NES. Mm-hmm. Like I was just amazed. I was like, wow, it's got the Zelda and like all the Mario's and like stuff that like I you know stuff that I thought was cool that I just wouldn't have expected them to put on there like Star Tropics and. Things like that. I thought it was a pretty impressive list of of games. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty uh, notable list of. I mean, it's thirty games, so you got quite a quite a selection there, just in general. But yeah, um, I can't remember. Was Metroid on there too? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think the only one that I that I wanted on there that wasn't was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. Oh, the one that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm kind of curious if you can if they'll release like different versions of that thing with different games or like ways to like add on to that 30 games or something or what, but I don't know. It's an interesting little deal. Um cuz I well, mean Well, it's also it's I mean it's $60, so it's yeah. like the price of a modern game which Right. It's kind of cool. So it's kind of like it's it's sort of an interesting stocking stuffer, you know. Yeah. Like that's kind of how it how it feels like a stocking stuffer. Like something you get that, you know, that person who in who you're like, they like video games and you're like, here, here's this little thing. <laughs> but it's not like those old those old commercials of like five thousand ways to five thousand games and it's like they're all like some different version of breakout. Yeah. And it's like, throw your Nintendos away. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like that. Uh, it's not like 30 different, uh, 30, 30 different, like, garbage games. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like, like knockoff games of like better arcade games. Like, there's just, you know, yeah. or not like, Centipede or not, you know, Arkanoid or, uh, right. What space invaders or something like it's not yeah, actually like that. that that kind of stuff or like even better if it was like like remember those like this was like it only existed for a brief period in the nineties thing where you'd like see those 
discs of like 500 games on one CD and it was all like shareware crap and oh yeah play, like you could play like one level and it's like give us money to to get the full game or it was just a bunch of demos or something like that yeah. stuff was so crazy yeah and they were all over like they were just like like just on like all kinds of in caps and stuff at Walmart just like these 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 big displays of all of these essentially yeah shareware demo discs for other games uh yeah and they were charging money for them which is crazy yeah but but that is how i got into space quest it's true every once in a while there'd be like one good thing like one or two good things on there because there was definitely like space quest was on one of them and then there was another what was that hugo's house of horrors was another one of those like point and click adventure type oh yeah Hugo's House of Horrors. Was that the one that had the weird like Narnia? Yes, it had like, like the it had the literature quiz at the end, and that was how you had to beat it. And you got, got like so pissed off. Oh yeah, it's like, I didn't want to read books to play this video game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh. Yeah, there were a couple of interesting things. Everyone had a couple of interesting. I remember one of them had the original Duke Nukem. On it, yeah, the Duke Nukem's one and two, like yes, before the, 3D, the side scrolling, yeah, thing, very different game, very yes. different game. <laughs> it's is like different in the way that, like, the original Fallouts are different from Fallout 3, kind of thing. It was just like so well, but it's even more different than that to me because, at least with Fallout, you had the same kind of aesthetic and themes and stuff, and like places and. There were there there's like <laughs> there, there, actually was, like, there was still the 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 nuclear wasteland. Is yeah, there was still like the nuclear wasteland, like the idea of vaults and like like vault dwellers and people coming out of there and like like the some of the factions like the but, the, the so, you know, power armor okay. and all that stuff. But tell me what what story did what lore did the Duke Nukem's have to transfer to the other game and what lore existed in the original Duke Nukem? Like it's just like some dude with guns. That's what I'm saying though. Like they still totally delivered on that. It was a dude with guns. No, but it had all of the horrible like uh, aliens took our babes, like all of that stuff like tacked onto it. <laughs> You know, like all of the dumb, like, 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 and, and like every line is, you know, a movie quote from the 80s. You know, like none of that stuff was in the original two games. You don't know that the aliens took our babes part wasn't. We never finished it. We never, but we started it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh. I don't even know what to compare it to because it's so different. Like there's not like. Pig cops. There is, were, it, like, is it comparable to? Or... Is it comparable to Grand Theft Auto One and Two? Yeah, three? yeah, it's closer to that. Except, okay. uh, yeah, except, yes, it's closer. It's closer to GTA's One and Two, and then the then the transfer over to Three, it, like that. What is? Uh, what's the deal? Why is it the Threes? Like seriously, it's like Fallout Three, Grand Theft Auto Three, and Duke Nukem Three. Like, like how are they all like that? How is it always the third one that ends up being like the crazy one? Well, it's kind of just those examples. Just it's just those examples. <laughs> it's just the just the only ones that we could come up with. Well, I mean, you think so. Here are some other examples of like games that went from two D to three D, like Zelda. That was like the fourth one. If you don't count the handheld ones, Mario. That was like 
also the fourth one or possibly yeah except that except that both of those had like that one the second one which was really queered up and if you kind of like cut that one out, then it's like this still the third. Well, one. but no, Mario Two had a Mario Two like Mario had a Mario Two in Japan that was never in America. That was actually Mario. That's like <clears throat> if you get the Super Nintendo thing with the lost levels or whatever, that was Mario Two. Mm. It wasn't like Doki Doki Panic or whatever. Like that was then transferred into Mario sprites. Also, like still probably one of my favorite Mario's. Mario Two. Yes. Well, and they held on to a lot of stuff from that like game. floaty princess well like floaty princess or like uh the turnip stuff and shy guys and that kind of stuff and like pow, pow pow bricks uh the secret doors like a lot of those things like make returns and although so that's what i don't understand like because pow bricks were in like the original mario brothers the like atari game well yeah they were in the arcade game as well the one where that's just like the tubes and and uh Tubes and turtles and wasn't there like bees or something? I don't know, but yeah, hmm. the power brick would drop, and that's how you flip everything on its back. Yes, but um, I mean, there's it, so yeah, I, I don't know. It, think of like Morrowind, uh, not Morrowind, the Elder Scrolls games. I don't know why Morrowind was the one I said, but <laughs> uh, that was jeez, what was it? Arena. And then Daggerfall. And, Daggerfall, and then Morrowind, and then Morrowind, which was pretty uh, significantly different. Unless you, uh, unless you count, um, nobody counts that tower game. Yeah, Spire, <laughs> Spire, something, something Spire, Battle Spire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of those, like the third one, kind of signifies the transition from two D to three D. Yeah, but I, it was also like, like the, the Age of Empires all, games. It's the same thing. You had one, two, and then. 3 was the one that went 3D. But it's one of those things where you can like uh <laughs> very easily say like like tack on the D to it and be like 3D, you know, and you're like, "Ah." Uh-huh. Well, and I don't maybe it's just because like all maybe it's just like something to do with like the dev cycle times that all of those games had and they all sort of came out like in the early PC age before we had like really good 3D and then by the time mm-hmm. like we had like better 3D technology. Like that was when. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, because it took like five years to make the first one and then five years to make the second one. And after 10 years had passed, you know, then it's like, oh, now we've got like real good 3D game engines and stuff. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> We're not dealing with life. <laughs> and, and that's why like all of these, like, and PC games much more than, than maybe some of the other ones. But that's kind of like how it ended up that way. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Um, Monkey Island 4 was the one where they went 3D. Which uh, which Space Quest was it? 6? Space Quest never went 3D. Oh, no. It was King's Quest. And King's then it Quest was like, 7. And then that was like, now we've... Just, or King's Quest 8. King's Quest 8. And it was like, we've ruined all... All Sierra Adventure games are now canceled forever because this one was like such a magnificent <laughs> failure. It's like, we killed it. We made a horrible mistake. Trying to make an action game out of King's Quest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mask of Eternity. Is that what it was? I don't even remember. I just remember watching you walk around and just beat things to death. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I was like, and, this but is, you really like King's Quest? Uh, but, but at the same time, like, I feel like you really liked playing that game. No. No, you didn't? Oh. I, 
I don't remember. I played the demo is what I played. And then yes. I was just like, I, I was as disappointed as anybody. I was like, this isn't King's Quest. Oh, look at the sign. What am I doing in this game? Yeah. There's no owl. Like, I remember just wandering around a poorly rendered swamp and like hitting stuff with a sword. And I'm like, why? <laughs> this is not an adventure game. Um, yep. Yeah. And I was devastated that they never made Space Quest 7. Yep. They had a trailer on the disc for six and everything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Total disappointment. Yep. And apparently that like, that they had the two guys from Andromeda like had a Kickstarter and it went the way of Kickstarters and like never fulfilled its promise. I suppose like I, I imagine that project's dead or it's just some game. You walk around hitting things with a sword. <laughs> I don't know. I think they were trying to get Gary Owens to be the voice in there. And I think Gary Owens died. Oh, so, yeah. Um, so it probably put a hamper on any of their stuff. They were working on about out of battery um pretty close do we need to wrap it up yeah we should probably wrap it up okay um i don't know what to come up with the title for this <laughs> we didn't come up with any like super clever names for anything <laughs> yeah we, we didn't have one of those like we didn't we didn't really get off on a tangent that much no that's very focused yeah mm, i don't know i feel like calling this one hell energy or something <laughs> Yes. Great. Well, I guess that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs>